Hola, mi gente. Today we have two beautiful women who are making big changes in the way Latinos connect and appreciate their culture. I'm so excited to introduce you to Mabel and Alejandra from Cadena Collective. They work closely with Mexican artisans and other Latino-owned brands that are also making huge strides to change the way our culture appreciates its own identity. If you're looking for beautiful, authentic Mexican products and want to support small business owners who are doing great things in our community, check out their website at cadenacollective.com. And let's go ahead and meet the ladies. Good morning, ladies. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Good. Good. So Mabel and Alejandra, who's older? That's my first question. Mabel. Yeah, not by a lot. Not by a lot. Mm-mm. No, a year and eight months. So we're we're very close in age. I think we consider ourselves a little bit more like twins in many ways because we're so close and we've taken, my sister has sometimes taken the role of older sister. Obviously, I'm the oldest, but it's, I don't know, we rely on each other a lot. Yeah. And do you guys have any other siblings? Yes, we have a younger brother who is, and we call it in Spanish, El Pilon. Oh. He's the last one. Um, he's eight years younger than, than me, so he's still in his early 20s, much younger. Yeah, how funny, because I have a brother, también El Pilon, and he's eight mm-hmm. years younger than me, too. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, we have that in common. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think the dynamic of just being an immigrant family and having maybe some, like, not a, ¿cómo se dice? Um, like, just just kind of seeing, just moving from one country to the other and then starting a new life puts some, just some some time difference there. And, and so my mom didn't have my brother until I think she felt a little more stable and comfortable in our new life in the U.S., Oh, my God. And can we I know this is kind of like early, but can we dive into your mom? Because I have so many questions (laughs) about your mom. So, I first of all, you guys, if you guys don't know, um, please go follow Cadena Collective. You guys are on TikTok. I know I follow you on TikTok and Instagram. That's where I stalk you guys. Um, Mm -hmm. And when I read into your story, I think a very important person of Cadena Collective is your mom. Mm-hmm. And tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like she's no. the one that taught you guys how to be powerful and how to be resilient and just keep moving forward. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think some of my earliest memories were from her attending these like Tupperware parties um, with her friends. And so, yeah, sure. They were fun, but underlying it was her hustle and her grit and her resiliency to have her own money, to have her own little side hustle so that she wouldn't always depend on my dad, especially because he was living in the U S. Um, and then from there, she kind of just kept repeating that cycle. And we saw her sell everything from home interior to, um, Royal Prestige, you know, all of these uh, marketing, multi-level marketing companies, because she was always wanting more for herself. And so if she wanted it, she would go and get that job. Um, And so that's how I think I've, I personally, I think my sister has picked up on different qualities too, but have kind of learned that determination that if you want something, you, you work for it and you figure it out. Um, and just her courage and bravery to kind of cross the border. That's a big part of our story on her own with two little girls. And all of that has been a huge impact in our lives. Yes. I feel like she's a very important person um, that has to do with Cadena Collective. Now, is your mom still, you know, like, is she a part of the business at all today? She is. She actually... Sorry, I'll, I'll let me answer that one. <laughs> no, uh, a thousand percent. She's actually the one who packages your orders. So if you if you mm-hmm. order, she's the one that's putting them together. We have um, someone else, Leslie, who's part of our team, and she helps print out the labels and preps the orders. But my mom does rest, and 
you know, we've actually encouraged her because we like to write uh, notes on every single order. And we've encouraged her to write uh, like a thank you or something. And she's so bashful about doing that and about writing in her English. And we're like, mom, they would love it. But, you know, en español, que lo escriba en español. That's, what, that's what we told her. But, you know, we don't want to push her too yeah, much yeah. to where comfortable. But um, we've we've told her, you know, mom, they would love this. Like, you know, we are a family business like I mean and you know going back to what Alice said um and what you said she is a big, big part of this and I guess I've never really truly thought about how big of a part she is until you ask this question because it goes beyond her um being able to have all these little hustles whether it's um through selling something but way back when, even before we were a thought, she actually used to help sell some clothes. And she, you know, grew up learning all of these things from crocheting to cross stitching. They would sell that, they would save their money. And then after that, whenever she did marry my dad, I remember um, we would make donuts and sell them. We had a, a they had a little corner store, you know, those little kids. Yes, yes. Yeah. We had one and I remember on certain days we would wake up really, really early. And I remember this pink Tupperware cup that we would use to cut out the the holes and make the donuts. And I still remember that sugar smell. Like that woman has been, she's, she has uh, all these entrepreneurial skills that she, now I'm realizing she passed on to us. She's very smart. And, and it goes on. She's accumulated all these skills. She's a seamstress. She does it all. She's wow. very resourceful and resilient. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why <laughs> Cadena is doing better than we expected. So thanks, mom. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, I have several points of view and I'll tell you guys why I think you guys are bomb and why you guys are like just... I think you haven't even reached your peak because I feel I can see Cadena Collective, you know, in, in big major retail stores and stuff. And I really don't know what direction you're going to, but oh, the stuff that you guys get. But hold on before we get there. <laughs> um, OK, so if you guys could just let your mom know, I sent her a big hug. Um, you know, I feel like she's she's the woman behind um, Cadena Collective, at least that's how I see it. Um, so she raised two amazing women and you guys are doing it. So congratulations to her. Congratulations <laughs> to her. Um, now, what part of Mexico are you guys from? So we're from Nochistlan, Zacatecas, which is, mm. I guess most people would be able to, it's about three hours away from Guadalajara. And most yes. people can identify where Guadalajara is. Yes. So, that's so my family's my family's from Guanajuato. So. Oh, okay. So we're also about four hours away from Guanajuato. Yeah. In that same central Mexican region. Oh, that's beautiful. And you guys do mention that you go back and visit and kind of, um, you know, have your vacations or sometimes to unplug, you go back and visit family, right? <laughs> So that used to be the case every summer when we were much younger. That has changed a lot since <laughs> we've, you know, grown up, become adults. Um, and it has, it has also changed since the pandemic. So we actually hadn't been to Mexico in five years. We oh, did wow. go two weeks ago. And before that, we hadn't gone. Um, so not only did we build Cadena during the pandemic and start working with artisans from Mexico? It was all virtual and it was all very organic. We only reached out maybe to one company to work with us. Everybody else was, um, it was very organic. Um, wow. And so, yes. And so this was actually our very first opportunity two weeks ago that we got to visit um, one of our partners that we worked with. And it was very exciting and it was it was such a emotional and nostalgic trip. I mean, I felt like I wanted to cry multiple times a day because literally one of the first, one of our aunts, one of the first comments she said, she was like, Oh, I still have, you know, your toys and I still have, you know, your stuffed animals, you know, from it, they're all in the same space. They're all organized. And it, it was very emotional because as you can imagine, 
leaving at the age of six and eight, just thinking back and leaving your toys and all of that. And we're now 33 and 32 and someone still has all of those things. It's like a time, Mm. what's it called? Time warp. Um, Or like just kind of being pulled back into those memories. And so it was constantly kind of coming up against those memories, but post building Cadena, which has helped us heal in many ways and kind of helped navigate this hyphenated journey of being Mexican American, being Latina, just being a multi hyphenated individuals. Um, so it is, it was very recharging. Definitely want to do it more often now that, you know, things are a little better um, COVID wise, but um, but yeah, we hadn't been in a long time. And so a lot of those memories, a lot of what Kevin has built on are those memories. So having new memories from recently was very emotional. <laughs> yeah, I, I can that. imagine that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mabel, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just agreeing with my sister. It definitely left us pretty vulnerable. I do think that my sister and I lean a lot into that when navigating decisions and doing stuff for Cadena, whether it's a post or a story or what have you. But yeah, this trip definitely kind of opened up some new, some wounds that we hadn't maybe like cared for. Um, But it is, we we take it and, and, you know, we come back to Cadena. And I've said it before, Cadena is a love letter to, our experience. Um, and, and I think whether you grew up in Mexico or Mexican and you haven't been there, you still, it's still in your blood. You, it's still part of you. And so I think that you kind of, your body knows it. Like you, you need that sort of connection, whether it's through a textile or, or something or, or color. Um, and so our task is to be able to bridge that gap for people who maybe not uh, are not able to go for whatever reason um, or just want to connect again because we get so lost in this country and it's easy f- it, it, for us. We got extreme anxiety the day before we officially worked and we were like, oh my gosh, we're back in this hustle mindset of survival mode work and grind and that's that's it. There's no balance. Yeah. Coming from over there, there's balance. Mm-hmm. You work hard. The money might not be as great, but you work hard and family's there. You have friends, mm-hmm. you have food, you have music, you have colors, you have even the air is lighter because everyone is balanced. Even through your, you know, uh all of your trials, you have a village that helps you. Yes. Versus here. I think it's almost romanticized to go through it alone. Yes. You know, you just stay at home and that's what I'm going to do. And it's like, yeah, it's great. But just like it takes a village to raise a kid, it takes a village to keep you going as a person. Yes. And so you also think that's why I'm, my sister and I are so passionate about Cadena because we see it as more than a mar- marketplace. We see it as a community. Like we want you to feel like you're part of something, even if you're not physically there. And hopefully one day we can have a physical spot where we can all hang out. I would then, definitely go to that. I would definitely go to that. Let's go. So we're working on it, but. And, yeah, and I think, uh, I think you guys are touching exactly on what I wanted to ask because, you know, to realize that you were six and eight years old, you know, 1996, the world was already changing so much, right? I feel like, you know, going into the early 2000s and a lot was going on in the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, you guys are little girls having to leave everything that you know, having to leave your family and doing all that. So I 100% understand and you guys kind of answered my question of like, you know, how did how was that experience? And so knowing that you went back and you're almost healing that little part of your of your soul. Yeah. Because you guys did leave a little part of your soul there. Um, You know, especially if you still have family. Um, I I just want to share something with you guys. I can 100 percent connect with that because my grandmother passed away 
uh, in 2020. And I wasn't able to say goodbye because of COVID. She had COVID and there was just so many things going on. Um, and the family really split up because now we're all in the U.S. Um, there's some that are still in Tijuana, but, you know, most of they can cross. We see each other. And there was kind of like a fall in the family. And it shattered me because I'm like, I'm never going to be back to my grandma's house. And like you said, certain smells, certain um, activities. Oh, I don't want to get emotional. Um, but I went to this one shop here in San Diego called Casa y Cocina. And they sell artifacts from Mexico. You know, the, the owner goes, she's amazing. The owner goes to Me Mexico every year and she finds, you know, um, artisanal pieces that are beautiful. And as soon as I walked into the shop, you guys, hasta la cortina by the little window was like my grandma. The smell, the juicer that my grandma used to do my, my grandpa's juices on was there. I was bawling like a baby because to me it's like oh so when you say that you want people to feel part of your community you guys are doing that you guys are Thank doing you. that because i look at certain pieces that you guys sell i even went on a diet for you guys you guys don't understand oh no no no, <laughs> no, 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 no. this is before you guys brought out the plus sizes but i even went on a diet because i was like i want to i want to look like you know like alejandra when she poses no. in the suits and the dresses and the boosty a oh, oh my god beautiful pieces and i feel like it connects me like with my ancestors and it connects me to my culture. I'm so sorry. But no, no, we're we're all in the same boat. Um, but you you're a thousand percent correct, you know. And so even though I was emotional that my aunt was telling me, like, oh, we have all of these things from when you were, you know, a little girl and this, you know, your favorite doll and this and that. Having cadena, it has it it's it does what you're saying. It does you know, connect us closer to our ancestors or even um, some of our older family members, but it also connects us to the child that we were at some point, right? And so, yeah, maybe I don't have that doll for when I was six, but in in a very funny way, I'm, I'm playing in my closet with things that connect me to who I was because they come from Mexico. So I'm replacing a lot of the things that I left behind with things that I can have now. And so that's why we always try to bring attention to where it's made, the techniques, how it's made, all of those things, because it's more than a piece of clothing. It's more than a pair of earrings. It's just, it's just a toy for an adult at this point, right? Like, like a piece of clothing that you can play with and wear and style and it, it, you just get to carry that. Um, so we're there with you and it's a constant reminder of, of where we come from and, and reconnecting with that instead of kind of trying to assimilate or push it to the side or trying to follow, you know, TikTok trends that aren't made for us or by us. Mm -hmm. So no, 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 you guys are, are trendsetters. And <clears throat> I want to say, um, too, can I just read about the name and can we dive into yeah. the meaning of Cadena Collective? Cause I, this gave this gave me goosebumps, you guys. I se me hizo la piel chinita, chinita, chinita when I read this. So for the listeners, cadena is the Spanish word for chain. And this is written by them. It is our belief that women are not bound by societal chains or expectations of the roles they should play in the modern age. When women unite like change, chains, they are stronger, powerful, and more resilient. Cadena also happens to be the street name of the home in Mexico in which we took our first steps and the home we left at age 
of six and eight years old. When my mother immigrated to the United States, our name is a symbol of how our life has changed and how moving from Calle Cadena to the United States has given us a world of opportunities. We want to share that opportunity with women who may feel bound by the expectations their family, friends, or society has placed on them. Working with women, artisans, and I'm so sorry, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that word right, and sharing their talents is a revolution of love, empowerment, and the journey towards self-realization. Oh, that gave me so many goosebumps. And I have to be honest with you guys, because many of the listeners, you know, especially right now, I think economically, we're all going through something. It's It has impacted us all somehow. And I really want to address this because I feel like you guys are changing the narrative also, along with other brands out there, that Mexican brands are not cheap. Just because they come from Mexico does not mean that they're cheap. What you guys stand for and what you guys are doing, these are handmade items but i'm gonna be honest with you when i first found you guys i didn't know your story i didn't know nothing i had just seen you guys on social media and i ran to the website and i was like this is just another website that's like trying to like gain off of my culture and they're crazy with these prices and then when I started learning more that you guys are actually working with these individuals in Mexico and you guys are trying to make it something where it's valuable to both sides, right? I'm like, it's not that expensive. <laughs> yeah. You know, because William Sonoma and, you know, I, I, I can't think of another right now, but William Sonoma sells stuff that is not created by our people. And it's They're selling like an $80 molcajete. Yes. Oh. And it's like, wait, mm. what? Who made that molcajete? Mm. I know. <laughs> like, where did you guys get this at? So, I, I want to say that to whoever's listening. And if you guys run to Cadena Collective and you guys see and you guys are going to be like, oh, my God, Maribel, like, here you go again, showing us, you know, because somebody reached out to me. I, I had the privilege of interviewing Nopalera, mm -hmm. Sandra Velasquez. And, you know, they were like, these soaps are ridiculous. And I'm like, do you understand like what's behind it and it's a latina like we're putting money back into our community and we don't even blink twice when target's selling it so why are we blinking when you know you see a latina doing it it's normalized right when somebody else is doing it and it's interesting that you say you know like you read our description and how it gave you chills so much of it was written around like we have all these beautiful things about our culture that we get to claim and support and love but we also have like the not great things that we have the machismo and a very strong patriarchal system yes. and so with that comes the idea that made in mexico made by artesanos artesanas is cheap right because it's a lower paying lower skilled job per someone's description mm -hmm. but then you do have companies that go buy and then resell at a much higher price and they just have the right copy or whatever it is without even giving face to the makers and it's accepted and so we really wanted to flip that model around we wanted to make sure that we were working directly with the artisans the brands the designers that we that we you know have met along the way um, because that's also something that we wanted to be very intentional about. We don't want to give you a product that has been around for a long time, like a molcajete, and then just sell it to you for 10 times the price. We really wanted to find items that you have never seen, but just add that touch of our cultura um, um, or their cultura, right? Because oftentimes we're working with originating communities. And so we recognize that a lot of the textiles that we use um, or that are being used in the designs that we saw on um, our website are not 
for us to claim as ours. So all of those things we are very intentional about and we want to make sure that it is what Cadena stands for and why, you know, in many ways, our name is kind of like, let's link up, let's do this together. Um, even the way we do um, that, we do the payouts or like the way we buy things, we do a 60, 40 margin. We keep the 40%. They always get a bigger margin. Wow. Um, and what many people also don't know is that we actually do small business consulting with pretty much all of the brands um most of them not all but most of the brands that we work with and oftentimes when we meet them we have a zoom call we say hi hello this is who we are we love your products you reached out we reached out whatever the case might be um tell us a little bit about yourself tell us your process tell us how you work with the originating communities tell us how you work with your employees are you registered under you know mexican law to pay their social security just so we ask all of these questions um and then if they present an item and say okay well i'm you know this is my price for this shirt it's 30 dollars," and we look at it and we're like well how long does it take you to make it they're like oh it can take two weeks you know maybe a month and we're like you know 30 dollars, it'll sell very quickly on our website but we know that your time and your labor is not worth 30 dollars So oftentimes we do that consulting with them and we say, hey, we think your shirt is probably 60, but that doesn't mean we upmarked it by 50% and then kept all the earnings. We say we are truthful with them and say, hey, if you are okay with it, we think this would sell for much higher, but our margins will remain the same. We are committed to making sure that you're still keeping the majority of the price that we have suggested. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's how we function as a business you know, some people might think that's not smart or ideal, um, but that's just the what sits right in with you. Yes, yeah, with right. with both of you, yeah. And and, and I, so, I and I love that. I I love that. Now that you know, and I'm just putting an example here. Now that bag that I see that's two hundred dollars, I'm like, oh my god, can I like leave you a tip with that? <laughs> because. <laughs> like to know that this is not mass produced and to know that yeah. you know there's actual people behind it and it's my culture behind mm-hmm. it it gives it so much more meaning and the people that get it get it and the people that don't never will right. Right. Um, but I feel like then that makes it even more special because you know the ones that get it we're a community we're a community. Yes. And you guys have beautiful pieces. I don't know how you find these amazing pieces. Thank you. But beautiful pieces. I even told my husband, this is when I started my diet, because I was like, I want I want to like redo our our marriage pictures. I'm like, I want a bridal <laughs> dress. Because the bridal dress, you guys have everything. So they sell clothing mm-hmm. for men, women, bridal, plus size, jewelry, handbags, home and body, and accessories. And as you're talking, you guys have collaborated with amazing brands that are out there, you know, doing their own thing in their own lane. Um, just to mention a few, I noticed you guys work with Nopalera. Mm-hmm. Love love her products um the vida bars sell sal um bonita fierce candles and so many more right because i i believe and you can tell me if i'm wrong i believe even with like mexican designers you guys have worked yeah. with yeah so, yeah we work uh, with two amazing with Right, yeah, right now I can think of two. And we're, we're onboarding another brand that we're very excited. Um, but we work with um, EGR, EGR. Okay. He yes. does a lot of uh, hand, all of his items are beautiful, handmade um, pieces. And they're like urban wear with a touch of Mexico. And so when you see that fusion, it, it's stunning. Um, I believe his pieces have made it to Yalitza's um, stylist, worn some of his pieces. And then another designer, um, Nayibi Villarreal, Mm. she's in uh, La Ciudad de Mexico right now, but she works, she embeds herself with different originating communities and um, 
to hear her talk about it, it's been unique because she literally goes and lives with them and like works with them, hustles with them, and then they collaborate and she comes up with these beautiful designs. So um, it's something she's passionate about and it's something that spoke to us. Um, mm. they're, they're carrying a piece with so much life and so much soul from all the hands that are take to, to bring those pieces to life. Um, and so you're a thousand percent correct. We're, we work with some amazing people and something that my sister and I are really wanting to do this year to, is to be able to, like you, be able to bring more of those stories to the forefront um, and share more of that. That way, when you come to our website, you don't automatically get freaked out by the numbers because yeah, you know, those prices are high. And sometimes the more we learn, Ale and I are like, they should be higher, but people are going to hate us. But, you know, slowly but surely, but, you know, you said something that is a thousand percent correct. And that is, it comes to the right people. We, the the customers, we've noticed there's a certain loyalty. And I think it's because of people like you who, once you kind of peel back the layers, you're like, oh, they're doing something. They're investing in something. We're not out to make a profit. I think people would be surprised at how much that 40% dwindles down once my sister and I oh, were yeah. in and do things. Well, it, yeah, because you have a lot of cost. You have yeah. a lot of cost. A thousand percent. Yes. Um, we believe in compensating every single talent from my mom to every... That's part of why it's been also hard to... Um, reach out to people that we would love to wear our pieces and, you know, uh, have them showcase things. Because if we're going to have someone create content for us, guess what? That means compensating them in some manner. And so we believe in fair compensation across the board. And so that means Ale and I have to just hustle a little bit harder. <laughs> Maybe this year we'll make some great things happen. Well, I cannot wait to be able to order. I have been saving my coins. Um, I want some of the purses and stuff. Um, yeah. And you guys do not have to pay me to flash that baby around. Let me just say, because and and I even you know I hear of other brands that are Latinos that are making it and they're making big strides, but people fail to realize that it takes so much to run a business like you have to have permits you have to pay customs you have to pay the website you have to pay like everybody has to get paid and people fail to realize that so um you know i'm not gonna name it but there there's this one company that i am actually a fan of and i buy their products and it is pretty expensive for a small little bottle but i'm like i love it and they were just saying you know anybody that we can give our our product for free and i send them a message and i'm like i'm willing to have you on my blog post i am like a true customer and you do not need to send me anything for free because I believe in your product. I, yeah. I honestly believe in it. And so sometimes it hurts my heart that, you know, people do have to pay or have to give their product for free because I'm like, oh, my God, like, no, because you never know. It's almost like playing Russian roulette. What's que va pegar y yeah. que no va pegar? And, and, you know, who has like a real following? Who's buying their followers? Because um, you could buy anything now. You can buy views. You can buy likes. You can buy comments. You can do all that. So finding somebody that truly has an authentic audience is so difficult. So, God, man. Oh, God bless you guys. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you guys. Thank you. Thank you. you know, and it's, um, I guess, something to note. We do work with companies in the U.S. as well as Mexico. Just because it felt right to create a space that was like us hyphenated right create brands that were up and coming when we started working with Nopalera for example they it was like their first year mm -hmm. um definitely not one of the businesses we you know have conversations with all the time they know what they're doing uh, but then it felt right to work with someone who was a Mexican company who was entering the U.S. marketplace who did need more of that conversation um and that collaboration kind of 
think tank with us where they could submit all ideas and we could say, hey, that's actually not going to work in the U.S. because, you know, your customer in the U.S. is has these qualities, right? And then they in turn say, wow, that would never sell here in, the, in Mexico because our customer thinks this way. And so we get to do a lot of that um, while navigating the best of both worlds as far as brands. Yeah. Now you guys are, are definitely oh, just killing it. I just, I'm, I'm in love. Let me just say that I'm in love. I have so many things Thank in you. my cart. I don't know if you guys get like notifications of abandoned cart. It's probably all mine. Um, <laughs> Cause I'm in there and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I want this and I want that. It, you guys just have beautiful pieces, but I would love to know, you know, what is the plan for Cadena Collective? Like, if you guys were to fast forward, where do you guys see yourselves in, you know, like five years? I know that's a long think, time from now, but it goes no, by fast. Yeah. A lot. yeah, I think just continue to be a leading platform for up and coming brands from be Mexico and beyond, right? Like, I guess that's yeah. an exclusive for you that we're looking to expand beyond Mexican brands because we have been honed in so much on our own culture and where we come from that we have also come across brands from Ecuador, you know, from Argentina, from Chile, Colombia, Peru, everywhere that are amazing. And to be able to have those on our platform is something we would love to do for other Latinas from other countries. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so Talk about excited. Talk about <laughs> using your space properly because not only are you putting our people up, but you're bringing others with with you. Oh, I I have goosebumps. Well, I have goosebumps, you guys. Uh, well, we're glad to have that reaction because you know it's scary when you're doing something like that because we have had we have had a lot of support from other. Latinas who are like, oh, but do you have something from this brand? Do you, I mean, from this country, do you have something? But there's an occasional message mm. here and there that is like, keep it all Mexican. And so um, it is a daunting step for us to also yeah. step out of what we are experts in, which is being Mexican women. We <laughs> um, are expert of your experience. And so we're, we hope that that's kind of the what comes about um and then i think mabel's dream is opening up a physical space to provide an actual experience oh yeah I, I to be honest alan i had no really set idea of what cadena was going to be it started in as just um all women owned type of businesses and that turned into what you all made it which was latina or mexican owned brands and then there was a brand that reached out to us that was not Mexican. And we had already had started to have those conversations of how are we going to continue to do this? And we were like, well, we run, we, we make the rules, you know, mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. what's scary is what I think what's scary is, is um, our audience because we are here because of our audience in some ways we work for our audience. Right. And so it is kind of scary, but at the end of the day, we are leading this with our bicultural experience as Mexican women. But the truth is, is that not every person is comes from Mexico. Mm -hmm. And so why not help make those, just like you feel that connection, why not help someone else have that connection to their country? That's mm -hmm. not just right across the border. And so I do think that it's our responsibility to be able to do that. Why no one's telling us not to. And I think people who become upset at the idea of us not being solely Mexican, well, maybe we're not for them. There are plenty of other brands was, that are Mexican, you know? I was going to say that. You're not going to be able to please everybody. And the right people, I mean, I wouldn't want somebody that is not embracing others as much as they embrace their own. I wouldn't want them as a customer. Because, I mean, that's that's what's wrong with the world. If we're honest, that's what's wrong with the world, that we're so divided. And so if you guys are already have this incredible platform, like I said, I see it as like 
oh my god like this is exciting to get to know you know like a brand that's yeah. chilena like what what venezuela like all this stuff is like yes teach me yeah. so which we haven't even touched you know the tip of fashion in Mexico and all the beauty that it has to offer. Right. But it feels right to navigate other experiences at the same time, because once you're in the U S we're all, you know, we all face pretty similar experiences as far as if you're in the corporate world, you're usually the only Latina, Latine, Latino in the room, right? Like mm -hmm. if you're in the military, if you're, you're, we're all oftentimes the only one or one of two or very yes. limited so yes. being able to connect like my sister said with your motherland the country yes. that you're from through textiles through whatever it is um that's such that's so cool for us to be able yes. to do that so i'm on board i'm on board you guys <laughs> and i'm not your number one customer just yet but i will get there and i say go for it i would love to learn about other cultures and you know what's because i'm sure they have beautiful pieces too and i would love well that. yeah i would i would in a love. high in a high fashion way because you know also the model that we navigate i think people are like we also navigate maybe a, a culture that people are like oh you know i can get that dress for or i can get a mexican dress for 25 bucks at La Pulga. And so there is this thought of like, let me get five of them. You wouldn't, most people don't walk into YSL and say, let me get five of those, right? You treat yourself. And so we yes. kind of have a similar model that we want people to also think about their culture or where they come from as high value, right? And you don't have to be consumer all the time. These are special, unique pieces. Um, and so being able to say, oh, yes, I purchased this and then get complimented and say, wow, your dress is so beautiful. And you get to share the story of the designer and say, yes, actually, Yalita Aparicio was wearing the same designer. You know, it's so unique yes. and so different. And it's um, never and been it done really before. It's never been done before. And especially I live in San Diego, you guys. I know you guys. Um, I think you're in Texas, right? Yes. We are. Mm -hmm. So I'm in San Diego, California, and um we have Tijuana, like literally I live 15 minutes away from TJ. <laughs> it's super mm -hmm. close. So I could cross the border and just get something cheap or whatever, but that's not the point. And, and I love, that's why I wanted to talk about, you know, your business, what's behind it, you guys and capture that because there's so much more into it. And I feel like it's time for us as consumers to be more selective with our money, to be more selective. Cualquier persona puede ir a la Ross. Anybody can go to TJ Maxx. I, that's fine and dandy, but who who are you giving your money to? Yeah, because I mean, honestly, we also do it, right? I pair, I style a lot of the items with clothing from Zara or TJ Maxx or wherever. Um, we're not saying, we're not trying to be elitist by saying, shop a certain way it's more so treat yourself or recognize mm -hmm. that there is value in some of these beautiful pieces once in a while that's a perfect um, way of saying it see, yes and seeing yourself in the same light that you see european brands because it's beautiful sometimes more beautiful i mean we've seen plenty of collections by dior has a sagrado corazon collection out right now dolce oh, gabbana has done similar ones uh ralph lauren right they just copied the sarape like these european brands are being ins inspired by latin culture or you know mexican culture mm -hmm. so we get to do it ourselves for our community because it's it's interesting too we'll get comments about what our target audience is like and we're like yeah whenever we get purchases most of them are it is garcia you know like they're Latina. We get to do it for our community, which is very yes. exciting, which is what I think people also sometimes there's a misconception that we're doing it for a different audience that doesn't look like us. And that's just not it, which they're welcome. Everybody's welcome to purchase on Cadena. <laughs> but um, we the way we navigate uh, our business is through our lens. And so if that appeals to people, there's 
something on our marketplace for you. I think that's perfectly worded. You know, I don't think I even, not trying to go back or backtrack, but all of this combination um, and everything we just talked about, literally what you talked about earlier is we do want a storefront. I want a storefront so bad because I envision being able to walk into what maybe looks like uh, a home or something that looks similar to what you might have grown up to. Um, I feel like almost every household has some sort of water feature. Yes. Um, yeah. Here, right. <laughs> yeah. I, I going back home reminded me of that. And I was like, Ale, we have to do something like this where it's not over the top, but it feels right. And being able to showcase all these pieces like art. So you're, you can actually walk around and take your time and learn about um, the people and the places. Um, ultimately, I, I dream of having a storefront because I want it to be an experience. I want for you to be able to say, this trip is going to be worth it because it's not just going to be, you know, a walk in and shop, um, which that would be great. I would be happy to just showcase the, the clothing. But <laughs> if money was no... Um, issue when we could start planning oh i have a vision board already but you know beyond that our e-commerce platform is gonna always be there and i have all of these crazy ideas of being able to um even insert i told ale you know how a lot of people have like a sounds to go to sleep and all of these things um to bring pieces alive when we had one of our meetings um to meet one of the brands they were um They were in the mountains near the Andes and they were like, oh, sorry if it's loud. There's a storm here. I'm I'm in the mountains. And I'm like, Ale, can you imagine if we were to start including clips of soundscapes of where those items come from? So if you get a a bag or a piece of earrings of where it was made, you can actually hear what that surrounding sounds like. Um, So we can be able to really bring that to life so you can connect more with the piece because we truly do believe that all of these pieces are an investment and being able to connect that, especially if you can't necessarily go to be able to just hear play and maybe hear the wind or just the hustle and bustle of El Mercado or something like that. I know for my sister and I, when we couldn't go, we lived on YouTube videos to remember what it was like. So maybe being able to connect you with your pieces. Mm-hmm. So many ideas. Oh okay, my so God. Many. Okay, so we see Leandel. Good thing they're going on retirement because you guys are the dynamic duo. Like, let me just say that. You guys are the dynamic duo. Like, that's that's brilliant. And that is so unique. I, girl, if you can't get me off your website now, imagine we... <laughs> We not only do we work in a slow fashion space, we are true slow entrepreneurship space because everything, you know, has just it it has been profit investment, profit investment. My sister has done everything from the website to all the social media being handled by us. I mean, it has been a true slow process, but a rewarding one. So when Mabel's like, we want all of these things, um, it, 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 it seems like it's going to take forever, but hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it's right around the corner for us. Yeah. <laughs> I have a dreamer. Um, I don't, I, I, I can, we're both dreamers for sure. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I can too. We're, we're both like that. We feed off of each other, but it seems so far away. And then sometimes we're like, I don't think we realize how far we've come. And we're like, well, you know, really we could, we could, started somehow tomorrow we wanted to because we could probably ask the artisans hey can you just do a voice recording or or like a (laughs) i don't know but a sound um, by asmr of them uh, or you know like doing what they do yeah exactly Uh, to be honest i think it would be cool to have someone be able to travel to these places and help us tell their stories and get these soundscapes because you kept mentioning how you, you have this wish list, which is actually something I'm actually working on is being able to incorporate a wish list. So you have a little, a little yes. tally. Of what you want, so. Yeah. Um, but that's but even you know, more I, dangerous. That's even more dangerous, Mabel. Cause the poor I, see my husband's like, 
calmate with all the packages. I'm like, wait, it's because I'm not even done. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good, I, it can be, but, but you know, like you said, you, you like to come to our, our website, but I, I want to be able to, you know, my sister and I would love to be able to have more, whether it's stories and we do have a blog, but it's, it's hard um, to, to keep do everything you guys well. are. That's yeah, why that's why I said that's why I said I feel like you guys are not even at your peak. Like I feel like you guys have done such an amazing job and I can't even imagine when you guys hit your peak. You know what I mean? I I can't wait to see that. I cannot wait. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. That's exciting to see it because you know, I think when we started the conversation Mabel said we're more than a marketplace, we're a community. And so just hearing you say that really does hone in on the community and kind of like this journey, right? Like we're we're not on this on this journey to see how much money we can get. We're on this journey to see like how many brands can we discover? Who wants to be a part of this journey? How can they develop and grow? Um, and how exciting that is. And you can see, that, at least me as a consumer and as me being um, a fan of you guys and, and your website and the pieces that you guys have, once I dove in, I see even like when you post, you know, your outfit reveals, Alejandra, like mm -hmm. there's just this connection. There's just this instant connection where it's like, I can't wait till I lose the 40 more pounds that I have to go so I can, so I can no, look no, as amazing. No, no. <laughs> um, and we are getting to a space where we uh, where we have allotted a budget to have more models so that people see themselves reflected in the items we have. Because the reason I show up on camera all the time is because I'm free and I can pick up a camera <laughs> and do it. Um, but if it was up to us, I think we would show diversity in models all the time. And so I think we're finally in a space where we have set some monies or a budget aside to do that and prioritize it because we realize the importance of it. I think at first we were like hustle, hustle, hustle. And if you can get a video out you can get it out. And I think our mentality has shifted to, to, to support our community, right. Yeah. Which has given so much to us and give you all the ability to see yourselves and how you would style it. You know, if you're, Mid, uh, as you said, midsize, if you're plus size, if you are a double zero, right? All of these experiences, if you're short, <laughs> yeah, if you're tall, if you're short, yeah. all of that. Um, so we are excited to kind of venture into that space soon. That's amazing. Oh, okay. So before, you know, I let you guys go, I just have three more questions. Um, And, you know, I kind of want to integrate. So there's this one Latina. She's very popular on the West Coast. I don't know if you guys have heard of her. Um, Liz Hernandez. She's a radio personality and she's been like on Access Hollywood. Um, yes. I think you know who you're talking about. Yeah. So she created this game called Wordiful. It's no mm -hmm. room for, for small talk. I love that. <laughs> yes. And it has pretty interesting questions. And so instead of playing the game, I kind of pre-chose some questions to ask you both. Um, mm -hmm. Whoever feels like you guys want to answer, you guys can take the answer. <laughs> But okay. so to start, um, whoever wants to answer this one, was there ever a time in your life when you felt hopeless? right Ooh. <laughs> uh, yes do you want to take that maybe <laughs> I feel like you don't but I feel like you do yeah you can punt it I can take it if you want yes the answer is yes uh, probably the worst Uh, but probably one of the, I've had a lot of low points, but I would say, was it last year, Ale, or the year before? Last year. I think so. Um, yeah, it was, it was really bad. I, <laughs> oh, Mabel. It's okay. Get some background while Mabel maybe, you know, gets her story. Yeah. 
Uh, to give some background, you know, uh, we are very intentional about putting Latina and veteran owned on our shop, right? Because yes. the experiences of being Latina definitely impact the way we run our business and the decisions we make. But we have the layer of being also veteran owned because my sister is a veteran, right? Ten years, so there are ten years in the Air Force, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's all. So there are a lot of experiences that come with that label that we have also very much so have made decisions based on that um, identity for the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, and for me, I know my sister has definitely gone. We both have leaned on each other a lot. Um, but, but yeah, the reason I got emotional is because I would say me recently, I was probably at my worst, um, I would say like 2001 going to 2000, 2002 or 2022, um, I ignored and avoided a lot of issues that I had. Mm. So they got me to a very, very, very bad point. Um, and so, yeah, I just, it, it, I was not in a good place and eventually it did get help, but that alone opening Pandora's box is hard. Um, and I think as, um, a Latina veteran, that's an even lower percentage. We always get told that we're the 1% uh, the, of the nation serves. And so when I think of the 1%, I always thought, man, I wonder how much of that are Latinas because navigating the military is interesting in itself. Navigating as a woman is just one of a kind. And then as a Latina and an immigrant, it's it's a mind fuck. Pardon my my French. No no no. You're and so it's 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 it brought me to my knees. Um, some of the experiences that I had, and um, to give you background, I worked uh, as a medic in a hospital, and then for the last couple of years, I was in remote environments doing some other uh, pretty cool things, but just things that are definitely a little heavy. Um, and so you you kind of just keep to yourself. Um, I learned through my therapist that I'm a master at avoidance. And I think as Latinas, we already kind of grew up in that uh, by, you know, you grow up and there's no ifs, ands, or buts. When something you get told or get asked, you, regardless of how you feel, you just put your feelings aside and then you just kind of go. And so I think as you grow, regardless of your lived experience, for me being a military, I did that physical and mental, uh, the, the physical and mental toll that, that I took, I avoided all the negative and I just kind of kept surviving and it brought me to my freaking knees. Uh, it caught about, up to you. It caught so up to you. Terribly, terribly. And I think my sister and I talk about, I, I brought it up. I'm like, you know, I'm so sorry. I feel like I, if I had gotten help sooner or if I had, been better then it could have probably been better because I felt like she was kind of doing it on her own for a little bit and now that once I got got full throttle we started to notice uh, a difference and I'm like I'm so sorry you know because I I do feel like she took on the blunt of the work and I mean you notice she's a lot on our uh, social platforms though I'm not much of the fashionista like home stuff Um, (laughs) but I I uh to answer your question, yes, hopeless, thousand percent, definitely been there. Wow, that was, that thank you so much for sharing that because I feel like, and this is why, you know, I have such a passion for collecting stories because anybody looking from the outside, you know, in, I see two amazing, powerful women that are setting a trail and you guys are not even looking back. And I would think that life is perfect and everything's just falling into place for you. When in reality, when you you're actually inside, you see that there's so many fails. There's so many, you know, um, como se dice, like bumps in the road. I'm sure there's so many things that have gone that you have gone through. And so for you to share that with us, thank you so much for sharing that, because that is so real. And a lot of us do deal with that. Um, and being when I read that you were in the Air Force, I 
I was just shocked, Mabel, because I'm like, <laughs> this girl did not do four years. This girl did not do five years. This girl did 10 years. And I know that has it cannot be easy. I have a I have a my younger brother. He was in the Marines and it broke him. It broke him a hundred percent. Until this day, he doesn't really talk about it. He doesn't open up about it. He's just kind of, you know, focused on martial arts. He's really into jujitsu and boxing, and that's what he does. And that's how he gets his frustrations out. Um, so, thank you, thank you so much for sharing that. Not at all. Not at all. Thank oh. you. Okay, so Alejandra, you're next. Yeah. <laughs> so you're. I feel like we're cheating, Mabel, because yours is super easy. <laughs> yours is. What is some of the best advice you have been given? Because I think the advice is always relative to where people think they see where they see you. So when I would receive a lot of advice from mentors, it was around the spaces that white spaces that we were navigating, right? Mm. So the advice was always around pursuing or climbing a ladder. And so I think the best advice or just words that I've received was actually probably right before starting Cadena, like a year before. We were in San Miguel de Allende. We wrote, we have a blog about this. Um, and we were in San Miguel de Allende and there was a man standing kind of in a very interesting little corner. He, you could, you would have easily missed him, but he had this horn he was blowing and my sister and I were like, what is that? And so then he had this book on this little table. My sister's very curious. You can tell her background in her video. She likes little dainty cute things. And so we go over to this man and he's like, you know, I'm a scholar, I'm a master, I'm this, I'm this, and this. He gives us all his credentials and he's like, but today I'm, I'm just here to give you your um, your Mayan horoscope. Was it Mayan, maybe? Um, I think it was Aztec. sorry, Aztec horoscope. And so this is determined at, you know, the same way that a horoscope would be given yeah. when you were born, how everything aligned. Um, he gives it to us, tells us a little bit of our identities. We get emotional, um, but his like his words of advice are or his like last words that he tells me he's like remember you have one job in life and that's to be happy um and so that's kind of constantly where I've landed on when I'm sad anxious depressed whatever um and even when I have conversations with others right that existing is like is 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 it right like that's your only job and existing with joy and happiness is kind of it's kind of where you should be centered. It shouldn't be reaching a million, two million, three million dollars in sale. It shouldn't be um, the new car you're going to get or the new brand or this or that. Existing in joy and happiness is kind of, if you come back to that, going outside for a walk in the sun makes you happy, then you're like, oh shit, my problems are fixed. <laughs> um, and so that's probably the best advice or words that I've heard from someone who wasn't even trying to give me advice I think (laughs) you know what though I love that I really love that because it is so true and I think you guys both embody that um by seeing your passion that you put into your business it's like you said I want to kind of go back to what you guys said um kind of towards in the middle this is not about profit for you this is not you know because it's so easy for you to charge so much more but i think what you're trying Mm -hmm. to do is the meaning behind it is so much bigger than profit and i can Mm -hmm. see the joy that you guys have in having cadena collective Mm -hmm. so that was beautifully said oh i love you guys can i be the third sister yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes for sure instead of the you know something really interesting that Ale didn't mention so sure. this this uh, gentleman who uh, bestowed us our, our destinies if you will because that's that's what based on math he'll give you your your um your animal and and everything 
once he told my sister uh, who she was destined to be, which is an Aguila, Aguila Blanca, wow. um, he, told the, he told her her qualities and then he told her, you need to run your own business. You need to make your business. And at that time, he, we had he alluded, he alluded to how much better, not just me, my sister, like how we, how owning a business and entrepreneurship just gave you freedom, right? Um, and so since we were together, we were like, yeah, okay, this is nice. Um, I think Elena came about like within a few months after that. And then it was kind of serendipitous. Wow. Yes, go to the blog. That's what I was going to say. That's that's what I was going to say. I have to go to the blog and read this. I cannot wait. I'm going to send it to you. (laughs) Um, So you guys, the website um, link to their website and to their social medias is going to be in the description box of this episode. Please go follow them, support them. Even if you're not able to afford their pieces, it's okay save your coins like I'm saving my coins um it matters so much every time you like you share you leave a comment that's also being supportive it's not just buying and shopping how you show your support um so please please go support these beautiful ladies and Please say hi to your mom for me. I hope that one day we get to meet her. Um, Because I, as soon as I read, I was like, okay, she's the force behind these two powerful women. Um, And thank you so much, you guys. I really appreciate your time. And thank you for meeting with me today. And I cannot wait to see where you guys are headed. I'm there rooting for you guys. Thank Thank you. you so much. We're rooting for you too. And Bye. Bye. I want to hear your story or I want to support your small business. To do so, please go ahead and visit embracingmymarkings.com. Thank you for tuning in.